0: Hi, this is Amanda Connor, and you are listening to Top 5
1: Comics Podcasts, and so am I! Welcome
0: to Top 5 Comics Podcast. people talking about comics, pop culture, and events. With me today, I'm joined by The Bob, The Bob. And I'm CBS Comic Book Steve. And today you're listening to the next installment of our Colorado Springs Comic Con Special Edition, 2023. And today's interview is going to be with uh, hometown favorite, A.J. Urbina. And A.J., uh, if you're from the local area where we're at, then you're, you should already know the man. Uh, if you're not, then you should get familiar with him. He's fantastic. Uh, he's an independent comic creator, writer, artist... That dude's super fun. When he was a lot younger, he shopped at my store. And uh, as a thing, AJ's a, he's he's great. Um, if you've gone to the Grand Junction Comic Con a couple times, then you must have seen him. Um, but I think he's a great fit to be out in the Colorado Springs show. Now he's living over in the Denver area. So wish him all the luck. If you do zine cons at all, if you're over in Denver and listening to this, uh, he does a lot of the zine cons over there. So hmm. get in there and check him out. We're going to run the interview with him right now. You should probably plug the Junction Comic Con. I mean, I probably will at the end of this. Okay.
1: Hi, guys. This is Steve It's South Life Comics Podcast here at the Colorado Springs Comic Con 2024. And I am here with...
2: A.J. Urbina.
1: An A.J. show friend. So I've known A.J. a very long time. AJ, what got you in the comic books, man?
2: Uh, originally, finding a Calvin and Hobbes book in the library when I was about six years old.
1: <laughs> oh man!
2: Yeah, I um, I read it, and I was fascinated by the watercolor illustrations and how well it was illustrated, and it just became an obsession because I was already drawing at that point. But you know, seeing that it could be used to tell stories and convey emotions was uh, very intriguing to me and very attractive.
1: Well, and like art-wise, man, would you do some books? Tell us a little bit about your books.
2: Um, my books are all focused on original, original characters and concepts, mostly sci-fi, fantasy, and stuff. Um, soft, soft sci-fi, um, just more about emotional connection and and uh, yeah, just typically I'll just draw a character that I think has a nice emotional resonance with me, and typically the um, story will expound upon that.
1: Alright, right. So, there's a book that you did a little while back. It was called Red Five. You have got another newer one. You want to tell us a, bit, a little bit about both those?
2: Yeah. So, in 2021, I released, um, my first, uh, 18 and plus, uh, comic called Dick Danger, which is a, uh, political, uh, political satire. Um, it's set ni- in 1985 as uh... the war on drugs is is raging hard and ronald reagan at the president of the time uses his hollywood connections to hire dick danger uh... A stunt car driver to be the mascot and the actual soldiers on the ground fighting the war on drugs it's an homage to eighties action movies and uh... kind of a parody of uh... of saturday morning cartoons and the way that in the nineteen eighties uh companies would uh, sell toys to children under the guise of, like, cartoons and and public service announcements. <laughs> uh, it's just a, you know, the 1980s influenced a lot of our popular culture, and I think that, like, it's very interesting how a lot of it, it like, even just the political policies still affect us today, so Dick Danger's kind of a way to, like, look into that window and and, and see how nothing's really changed in the last 40 years. <laughs> Yeah, and on a less serious note, last year I released a comic called T Rex Bang Bang, which is a uh, set in a alternate reality where mammals and T Rex and dinosaurs um, evolved to like be more civil, I guess. But it's just a story about a T Rex bounty hunter collecting bounties, and uh, it was it was the the book is is was a was kind of like. A softer project after Dick Danger like the story is a lot simpler and it's in black and white I was reading a lot of manga at the time I was making it so I really wanted to make a book in black and white and something that I could I could take a little less seriously but uh, right now I'm actually like uh, working on the sequel to Dick Danger uh, Dick Danger 2 um, and instead of focusing on the war on drugs it it, it focuses on the satanic panic of the mid to late 80s
1: oh man that's heavy stuff amigo heavy stuff but hilarious
2: yes yes that's the idea is to like sat- satirize serious uh problems that america and uh the world faced in general in the 1980s but like view it through a lens of uh contemporary like uh, h- hindsight <laughs> all
1: right so do you have some favorite books you like like who do you look at and say yeah i like that
2: Right now, I am reading a lot of Andrew McLean, uh, Headlopper, and he just ha- had a Kickstarter for a new Kaiju book ca- called Snarlagon. I'm Reading a lot of Andrew McLean and Image Saga just came back to publication, so I've been reading Saga a lot, keeping up with that. And as far as like all-time favorites, I really love Scud, the Disposable Assassin. Oh my gosh! Yeah, Rob Schraub's book like, from, like, the, the 90s is just, like, something that I reread almost every two years or so for inspiration because, you know, the man's doing other stuff now, but, like, his comics, real good stuff. Super creative and super funny.
1: I love Stead of the Disposal Assassin so much. It's one yeah. of my favorite ones. It's so
2: good. Yeah, man. I, It's 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 just it's, it's insane. <laughs> There's no other way to put it. And other creators I like, I like Scott McCloud a lot. You know his uh his stuff that he did with like the making comics, understanding comics. That's a classic. But his stuff with like Zot and his newer book, The Sculptor, was are some of my favorites as well. Craig Thompson, I have a soft spot for him. You know he does a lot more like emotionally charged books, like with Blankets and Habibi. I haven't been able to catch up with his more current stuff, but like uh, Blankets is an all time favorite of mine. I
1: think you got that at our store, actually.
2: <laughs> I probably, I probably did. Probably a lot of my favorites. I got, I got scud from you guys, so that was fun.
1: <laughs> Heck yeah, man! Yeah. Well, if people can't get out the shows. How do, hang on, how do people find your stuff?
2: I'm mostly active on Instagram right now. You could follow me at ajurbina. I'm, I'm po- posting a lot of like uh, work in progress stuff right now. And um, as well as landscape illustrations, if I'm not working on comics, I'm typically h- out hiking and uh, doing watercolor plein air. And you can also find me on webtoons. Uh, just search for creator AJ AJURBINA, and I should be under the creators tabs.
1: Excellent, man. Well, AJ does attend our comic con every once in a while, so maybe we'll catch him next year, which would be fantastic. I got a couple more weird ones, AJ. You ready for the
2: weird ones? Yeah, get hit me hit, hit me with those. Hey, what is your go to karaoke song? Oh, anything by the Killers, man. Um, <laughs> if, uh, definitely Mr. Brightside gets the people going, but When You Are Young is another classic. And if I'm not feeling the Killers, something by David Bowie. Oh, man. Well, that's a good
1: selection of catalog there, my man. Yeah. All right, so if you're stranded on a deserted island and you only take five items with you, what five items would you take?
2: Well, I'll have to think about that. Like, I could either play it like logically or I could just, like, show how much of a nerd I am. So logically, probably a uh, water filter, um, pocket knife, um, I feel like saying satellite phone is kind of cheating, but... <laughs> Alright, satellite phone, uh, that's three. Um, <laughs> a, a sketchbook and a pencil, I don't know if that counts as four and five, but let's say it's just one, one item and Shoot, I guess wet wipes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Man, I see that's a mixture of both, that's how you know you're both an artist and a writer.
2: Yes, absolutely, absolutely, you know, like, hard to hard to live without those wet wipes, you know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Man. Alright, so last one. Okay. If you lived in Fantasyland, would you ride a chocolate pony?
2: I, it, it, that sounds appealing at first, but I, one of my least favorite things is getting melted chocolate on myself. <laughs> So the idea of getting melted chocolate in between my thighs sounds miserable. So the, to answer your question, no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> man, I usually ask people to be melty, and they're like, "Once I eat it, it'll be fine." <laughs>
2: would I would I eat one? Yeah, sure. That that would last me a while. So,
1: brother, <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, well thanks for taking time and talking to us. AJ, I appreciate it, dude.
2: Yeah, thank you, Steve. It's good to see you, man.
0: All right, I just want to thank my buddy AJ again for sitting down and talking with me during the Comic-Con. Uh, it was actually super funny, um, because he's got his display set up right. I Maybe mean, not super funny. It was great for me. So, AJ made a book, one of his first books, actually, was a book called Red 5. And Red 5 is three issues long, and it has a variant cover for issue three that I did for him. Wow. And he, surprisingly enough, still has a few copies of it left, and I saw it in his batch of books he was putting up on display, and I was like, no freaking way! <laughs> that is awesome. He's like, oh yeah, I still have a few of them left. And he's like, he, his his uh, his lady friend was like, I don't know why that matters. And he's like, me, he's the one did that I cover. And she's like, oh no, my god, no way. And I was like, yeah, that's technically I have art displayed at this convention. That is nice. awesome. Good job. No, it's great. It's so funny. So you got a website, AJ? You know, I know he's on Instagram. I don't know if he has a website or not. Nice. He should. So if you're listening, AJ, one more thing for you to work on because that's what you need. Um, but he's on Instagram so you can find him on there and he's on Facebook too so as far as looking him up you can look him up Um, he may have told me he had a website and I don't know if he did or not I don't know Bob that's a good question Uh, I'll google it yeah, yeah. Cause Google knows everything. I mean, cause the overlords that come in and yeah, take our lives yeah. away. It's always gloomy doom within the podcast. Stop doing that. Um, uh, so other things to process. Google knows everything. I know. We, well, you know, Bob, it's the <laughs> way it starts. It gives you all your answers. And next thing you know, it just tells you what it wants to tell you. It tells you what to do. AI is doing everything. Stinking Skynet in the Matrix. It's crazy. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah. So check AJ out. Um, follow him on Instagram. You know, show a little love. Follow us on Instagram also at Top Five Comics Podcast. Uh, if you're not already subscribed to the podcast, we appreciate that too. Uh for those of you that are in the Grand Junction area on the other side of the Colorado, uh, depending where you're at, that's not the way to say that. If you're in the Grand Junction area, the uh Grand Junction Comic Con was gonna be happening on the sixteenth of September. And it's a day-long event over at the Two Rivers Convention Center, which is now called the Grand Junction Convention Center. Which is only said really fast just down to make it more confusing for everyone. Yes. So if you're from the area, then you know it's two rivers. Um, but as a thing, it's uh, on the 16th of September. Um, so come on out and check the people out, support, you know, do all the fun things for a day of comic coning. Yes, we'll be there. Yes, we will. Right, that, in that booth. is true. Me and Bob will both be there. So if you need to get more of me and Bob, yeah, that'd be the place to get it. And you probably don't want to see us in person, but go ahead and come no, by anyway. No, it's fine. We're both handsome gentlemen. It's fine. I am a pretty man. I can't say I'm pretty as Carrie always, but, I mean, that man is no, a different kind of machine. No, uh, that guy, he's something else. No, he's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was just it, in a movie called uh, Root Operation Fortune. Oh. With Hugh Grant. Nice. And Jason Statham. Oh, my gosh. And uh, Opry Plaza. Hey. Who looked amazing. Well, I mean, she's crazy, but that's what I like best. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I I like crazy, but uh, it was kind of a good movie. I I enjoyed it. Hugh Grant was chewing up the scenery like you wouldn't believe. Oh no, wow. yeah. But Carrie always was in that. He was like Hugh Grant's or Jason Statham's boss. That's awesome. Yeah, it was man, cool. That's cool. You know, I was like, hey, it's Carrie always. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Princess Bride all day, man. All day. Heck yeah. <laughs> Alright guys, well, I will tune in to the next episode. Taki? Uh, Taki. To